ان الحمد لله حمدا يوافي نعمه ويكافئ مزيده اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد اذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وقره اعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم عليه ونبيه وصافيه وحبيبه وخليله اللهم صل وسلم عليه ارسله للعالمين بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا فبلغ الرساله وادى الامانه ونصح الامه وكشف الغمه اللهم صل وسلم عليه وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين ومن تبعهم باحسان وهدى الى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين اما بعد فيا عباد الله اني اوصيكم واياي بتقوى الله لا اله الا الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم الا اهلها ولا يثيب الا عليها واحسن يرحمكم الله ان رحمه الله قريب من المحسنين all praise belongs to allah تبارك وتعالى the most generous the sustainer the one who brought us from non-existence into existence out of his mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala and continues to provide for us and sustain us in every moment jalla jalaluh we bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship save allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the possessor of the most beautiful names and the lord of majesty and who, the one who has all perfection and beauty and majesty subhanahu wa ta'ala and we bear witness that our noble and beloved prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam is his perfected slave and servant the one who realized all of the realities that can be attained of taqwa and who showed us the way sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam and he left us on the clear straight path that none veer from except that they bring upon themselves destruction wal'iyadhu billah and we seek allah's refuge from that my beloved elders brothers and sisters community I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To have taqwa of Allah jalla jalalu which is a reality of the heart, which is a virtue that has to exist within the heart. And that one of the ways in which that virtue is perfected and the ultimate goal of that is that our taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bears the fruit of our love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam teach us that love is one of the most central if not the most central aspect of this entire deen and that there is really no way that we can divorce love from this religion and unfortunately that's one of the greatest uh, tragedies that has occurred is how people almost separate the two and that they are together in perfect harmony and balance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, 
يا أيها الذين آمنوا من يرتد منكم عن دينه فسوف يأتي الله بقوم يحبهم ويحبونه that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O oh, you who believe, whoever of you abandons his religion, whoever leaves aside Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that he will soon replace you with a people. And what is the description that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us of these people? That if someone leaves Islam, someone turns their back on their path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah protect us from that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that they will be replaced. And then the central quality and virtue that Allah mentions for these people is that yuhibbuhum wa yuhibbuna. He loves them and they love him. It's as if that was what was missing to begin with. It's as if that was the quality that they were missing that the people that Allah replaces them with who are not like them he describes them that he loves them and they love him subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah shows us the centrality of love in this religion, even in that one verse, and there are many others. He shows us that what they were missing was love and that the greatest way that we can realize and attain that love, that realization, to have that quality and virtue with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to follow his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. And that Allah tells us in the Qur'an that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his way is the path to attain love. That his way, his sunnah, sometimes we just look at the sunnah as a to-do list, something you just have to do. You dress a particular way, you, uh, uh, you know, do certain things, you enter the masjid with your right foot, you eat with your right hand and you say Bismillah. But the reality of all of those things is that that was the practice and the way of the beloved of Allah. The one who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised and elevated and selected among all of creation and made his heart sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam the heart that was the nearest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and had the most taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and had the most love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That was his way. So by doing those things, we are drawing ourselves closer to attaining Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love. So it is central to everything that we do. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, he also says, showing us love and also naturally loving what your beloved loves and hating what your beloved hates. He shows us sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that this is at the core of iman. He says salawatullahi alayhi man ahabba Allah man ahabba lillah wa abghada lillah wa a'ta lillah wa mana'a lillah faqad istakmal al-iman. He says sallallahu alayhi wa sallam whoever loves for Allah and hates for Allah's sake, gives for Allah's sake, and withholds for Allah's sake, has completed faith. That he has completed faith. His faith has become complete. So we see that loving for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and what does that mean? That we love what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. Everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored and elevated. We love the Kaaba. 
We love Al-Haramayn Al-Sharifayn. We love Mecca and Medina. We love Jerusalem. We love the Mus'haf and we treat it with reverence and respect. We love elders and children. We love those things that are pure and beautiful. We love the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it gives our hearts comfort. We love the adhan. Why? Because all of those things are sha'air. They are symbols of what is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they become beloved to us. That's part of our love for Allah. Anything that is connected to Him subhanahu wa ta'ala is beloved. And that what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to avoid and is hateful, we hate those things as well. Even though that's a strong word, but it has to fit its proper, in its proper place. We hate disbelief. That someone, not necessarily the person who disbelieves, but we hate the act of disbelief in and of itself. We find it repulsive. We find it hurtful. We wish guidance for that person. We hate wrongdoings and oppression and the worldliness that distracts us away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in doing so, we try to remove ourselves from those things. And we try to make sure that our heart is not attached to those things or that the mirror of our heart is not distorted to find those things that Allah hates, but we find an inclination towards them. We try to avoid that and protect ourselves from that. And when we have these qualities, they are of the most central of qualities to Iman. But you see that it is love and hate and giving and withholding. When it is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give, we give. When there is a situation where withholding and refraining is better, we refrain. And by doing so, we have full faith in every situation. So how do we often see everything that we are doing as part of this love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? You know, and that's one of the things, especially for uh, uh, you know, young people growing up, young Muslims growing up, we have to understand. Please come forward. Jazakumullahu khairan. Especially for young people coming up and for all of us to be reminded of this, but to realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in sending the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and giving us the Sharia, giving us the Quran, giving us guidance, that it's not just a bunch of rules that we have to do, but in reality that every single thing that we do, every salah, every dua, Every act that is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, saying that which is good or keeping silent, reading from the Qur'an, avoiding looking at something that is haram, all of those things are opportunities that bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowing His love upon us. Every single act. And the, the arifin, they say, the people who know Allah, they say that a person sees that they're opening. And what is the opening? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes the veil and then everything becomes sweet. They say that they look for that just like, you know, when a cat is waiting for a mouse to come out of its hole, it might come out at any second. But the cat is completely alert and completely focused and that they see it might come at any time. The person, when they see their opening with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they have that same alertness. They have that same, it could happen at any moment. And they're ready for it and aware. 
every Salatul Jum'ah is a great key that could open that door. Making even one sujood with sincerity, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can open that door for you. But that everything that we're seeking is that love. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in a hadith Qudsi, وَلَا يَزَالُوا يَتَقَرَّبُوا إِلَيَّ عَبْدِي بِالنَّوَافِلْ حَتَّى أُحِبَّهُ And my servant continues to draw closer to me through voluntary acts of salah, of charity, of siyam, of all of the things that are pleasing to Allah, حَتَّى أُحِبَّهُ Until I love him or her. And then when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows his love on someone, you don't even have to think about how the lover treats their beloved. You don't even have to think about that. You know that they're taken care of. You know that it is going to be a unique and special kind of treatment. And that's what we're seeking. And that's what we're hoping for with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that goal of loving Allah and being given His love subhanahu wa ta'ala, it should inspire us to His obedience. It should inspire us to love what He loves and anything, even if our nufus have a strong inclination towards that thing, that we say, no, what, what you are seeking is far greater than that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you an opportunity and don't throw it away and lose out on the opportunity. As Abdullah ibn al-Mubarak, he wrote some lines of poetry. He said, He says, you... Disobey Allah and you act like you love Him? This is impossible. You can't do that. It, if your love was true, you would have obeyed Him. The lover is obedient to their beloved. You even see this in the, the love poetry and songs. There's no mountain high enough, there's no river wide enough. In other words, you tell me what you want me to do to prove my love and I will do it. You want me to climb a mountain, I'll climb a mountain. You want me to do things that are insurmountable feats, but in the, the path of love, I will achieve those things. Allah subhanahu If they're saying that about God knows what, then what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deserve? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He made it easy for us. And He made it for our own benefit, Jalla Jalalu. When a person realizes this, that that's what, they de- that's what they desire and that's the rank that they want, then the answer becomes clear. If you desire that, then you have to follow in the footsteps of the Messenger wasallam. As Imam al-Ghazali says, whoever loves anything other than Allah for any reason other than its connection to Allah, then this is from their ignorance and deficiency in the knowledge of Allah the Exalted. Loving the Messenger وسلم, is praiseworthy because it's from the very essence of loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the Beloved's Beloved is Beloved. So then we see that we follow the Messenger of Allah وسلم, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He made out of His mercy that the Prophet وسلم, has such a great degree of love for us. So that it makes it easy for us to become attached to Him. Because one of the gifts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us is that yes, we can say we love Allah and we obey Allah to be given that love, but sometimes it still might seem abstract. Or then it might become something that is very uh, personal 
and very, uh, you know, it has a, everyone has their own opinion of how to attain that. But when you have the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, a human being who lived in this world, whom Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala raised and elevated and refined and perfected, and made us from that same species so that we can relate to him sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, then we say, now I know how to do it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ O Prophet, say to the people, if you love Allah, then follow me, and Allah will love you. Which is why his sunnah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the path of love, and is the way to attain that love. And he sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, he once said, وَدِدْتُ أَنِّي لَقِيتُ إِخْوَانِي He said, I would have loved to have met my brothers. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, he's saying, I would have loved to have met my brothers. Who's he referring to? The Sahaba radiallahu anhum, they said, أَوَلَيْسَ نَحْنُ إِخْوَانَكَ O Messenger of Allah, are we not your brothers? Because we are with you, we are living with you. And he says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Antum Ashabi, you are my companions, you are my friends. But my brothers, this high degree, are those who believed in me but never saw me. And then when we follow in his footsteps, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we become beloved to him. And he is the one who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen as his beloved. So all of these things bring us closer to being given that love from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that we are this middle nation that, that follows his example and finds in the sharia, in the divine law, everything that we need to attain and realize spiritual experience. And that is all found and embodied in the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. So when we realize the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and its centrality in this deen and how every single thing that we do should be colored by that love, that if someone, even if they do a thousand rak'ahs, but they haven't even tasted love, then that is very shallow. We don't say that it doesn't have any value. It's not our place to say that, but that it is shallow. But if someone has the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, their two rak'ahs that are saturated in his love become something that is uh, beautiful and radiant and elevated and honored. So we're not just trying to go through the motions. We want to attain what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the opportunity to attain. We want to have the sweetness of faith. We want to realize that this deen, what Allah has given us, there is nothing in the entire dunya that could replace an atom's weight of Allah's love. There is nothing from all of the pleasures of the dunya that come very quickly with sorrow and, and regret. But even if you said that there was no sorrow and regret and it was all good, it would still not equate one atom's weight of Allah's love. One atom's weight of witnessing the beauty of his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, and tasting the realities of this deen. And that's the opportunity that we've been given. That's the invitation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. And we ask Allah jalla jalalu for the complete and utmost tawfiq. Ya arhamar rahimeen. Wallahu ya qulu wa qawluhu al-haqqul mubeen. 
وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون وقال تبارك وتعالى فإذا قرأت القرآن فاستعذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ومن الناس من يتخذ من دون الله أندادا يحبونهم كحب الله والذين آمنوا أشد حبا لله Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the translation of which is Still there are some who take others as Allah's equal They love them as they should love Allah But the believers have an even more intense love for Allah بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم وأجارنا من خزه وعذابه الأليم أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدين ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم Seek Allah's forgiveness indeed he is forgiving and merciful إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله so let us commit ourselves to really trying and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that love. Allahumma inna nas'aluka hubbak. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us that we should ask Allah for his love. And we should ask Allah to love, to have the love of those he loves and those who love him subhanahu wa ta'ala so that we can be entered into that beautiful and vast sphere of love. And one of the easiest ways is to be around the people who have those qualities. You know, we live in a world where people say, I'm weak, I can't do it, and I can relate to that perfectly. But uh, uh, we try to keep the company of those people who have those qualities, and we try to love them. And by doing so, as the Prophet ﷺ teaches us, Look at how far-reaching the benefits of love are. A person is with those he loves. So if you love the people who love Allah, then that is a means of attaining that. If you love the messenger of Allah, that's a means of attaining being with him in the akhirah, and so on and so forth. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. And the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the closest of you to me at each juncture on the day of resurrection will be those of you those of you who sent the most blessings salawat upon me in the dunya allahumma salli wa sallim wa barak alayhi wa akthiru min as-salati wa as-salam ala al-bashir al-nadhir wa siraj al-munir sayyidina muhammad fa inna allaha amarakum bi amrin bada'a fihi bi nafsihi wa thanna bil malaikati al-musabbihati bi qudsihi wa ayaha bil mu'minina ta'mima fa qala mukhbiran wa amiran lahum takrima إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد وعلى الخليفة من بعده المختار وصاحبه وأنيسه في الغار مؤازر رسول الله في حالي الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه 
وعلى من نشر العدل في الآفاق فاشتهر الذي رفع الله له القدر فيما أنزل على خير البشر حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى الناصح لله في السر والإعلان من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن محي الليالي بتلاوة القرآن ذو النورين أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه وعلى أخ النبي المصطفى وابن عمه ووليه وباب مدينة علمه إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدي شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة وريحانتي نبيك بنص السنة وعلى أمهما الحوراء فاطمة البتول الزهراء وعلى خديجة الكبرى وعائشة الرضا وأمهات المؤمنين وعلى الحمز والعباس وسائر أهل بيت النبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أحد وأهل بيعة الرضوان وعلى سائر الصحب الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها يا أرحم الراحمين Oh Allah, we ask you, Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen, O most merciful and most generous, we ask you, Ya Allah, that you grant each and every one of us and all of the Muslims a taste of the realities of this deen, Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen, and that you grant us your love, and that loving you and loving your Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Wasallam, is more beloved to us than everything else in the world. Ya Akram Al-Akrameen, Wa Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen. And we ask you, Ya Allah, that you grant each and every one of us a strong connection to the Prophet Wasallam and a realization and an appreciation for what he came with Wasallam. and we ask you Ya Allah that any of us who has any need that you fulfill their need anyone who is ill that you give them shifa anyone who is going through difficulty that you ease their difficulty and give them relief Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen and that you grant that to all the Muslims east and west Ya Akram Al-Akrameen Wa Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen and we ask you Ya Allah that for each and every one of us that the last words that we say as we leave this world are La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah and that we are realized in its meanings and that we are buried upon it and resurrected upon its truth and we are gathered with its people Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen Ameen Ibadallah Inna Allah Amar Bi Thalathi Wa Naha An Thalath إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر